Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, the Aces are having trouble with Jane's 19-year-old niece, Betty. She's fallen in love with 41-year-old David Page, and Jane and Mr. Ace have been trying to break it up. The man seems willing enough, but Betty is heartbroken. This episode takes place in Mr. Ace's real estate office, where Betty is employed as secretary. Mr. Ace is at his desk this morning as Jane enters. Listen. Oh, uh, hello, Jane. Come in. What is it, dear? What's the matter? I came the minute you telephoned me. I was in the middle of brushing my hair. All right. Take it easy. Sit down. I want to talk to you. What about? Sit down, will you? I can't sit down. I'm on pins and cushions. All the way downtown the taxi, I kept imagining the most terrible thing. Well, I didn't mean to scare you, but I've got to get this settled once and for all. I mean Betty. Betty? What happened? I saw her out there just now. Yes, you saw her. What did she say? Good morning. Oh, she did. Well, I'm surprised. That's more than she said to me the past three days. I don't get a civil word out of her. She's mad at me because of that guy that... Now, wait a minute. Did she say good morning? I know I said good morning. One of us said... I thought so. That's what I've been getting here at the office. She does her work all right, but she does it in such a a formal way... Makes me darn uncomfortable. I'm not going to take it. Take what? Her attitude. That's why I sent for you. First, I want to show you what she does, how she acts. And I'm going to give her one chance to snap out of it. You're going to warn her that unless she does snap out of it, I'm going to fire her, niece or no niece. Fire Betty? Unless she snaps out of the way she's acting. Well, what does she do? I don't understand. Oh, she doesn't do anything I can lay a finger on. It's just that... Uh, well, you're going to see. I'll call her. No, now, no, you... no, wait a minute, dear. Let's talk about it first. Uh, did she say anything about us making her stop going with uh, D-A-V-I-D? Uh, de- uh, well, she doesn't say anything about anything. She, she's strictly business. Well, uh, after all, this is a business office, dear. I know it is, but it's the way she does it. As if I were a stranger or something. It's gotten me so I'm afraid to open my mouth around here. I've got to have a little cordiality around the office, and unless she changes and stops talking about this guy she was running around with, I'm going to get rid of her. Oh, you can't do that, dear. What do my sister think? I don't care what she thinks. Well, I'm... I do. It's my own flesh and bone. Oh. Betty will get over it. She's young. She's in love. I know it's just a fancy passing, but she doesn't. She's young. A girl's only young once in a while. A lot of girls go through what Betty's going through, but they get over it, and so will she. Pretty soon she'll forget all about David and everything will be honky-tonky. You just wait and see. Well, I'm not going to wait while I let my business go to rack and ruin. I tell you that I can't get anything done around here. It's getting so... I even hate to come into the office. But you said she's strictly business. Yes, I know, but the way she does it, so formal... Uh, now, wait, I'll show you what I mean. I'll, I'll call her in here. You just sit right down there. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh, Betty... That's not very formal, calling her by her first name. I'm not the one that's formal. I said she's the oh. one. Not, now, you just wait. Yes, Miss Ray. Uh, <clears throat> Betty, I, I want you to take a letter. Uh, get your notebook, please. Yes, sir. She called you Mr. Ray. Yes, you see what I'm... Uh, hush now. I'm ready, Mr. Ray. Uh, yes. Uh, to uh, Lewis and Lewis, care of the Red Star Lumber Company, 129 Claremont Street City. Uh, have you got that? I'm not going too fast, am I? Proceed, please. Uh, yes. Uh, dear Mr. Lewis, some time ago you spoke to me about some property, comma, which, comma, if I could get for a bargain, comma, you would be interested in, period. I have that property now and would like an appointment at your convenience, period. Very truly yours. Now get that off right away, will you please? Ahead uh, of the other letters you dictated this morning? Uh, yes, please. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, uh, Betty, another thing. I haven't been able to find any of my pipe tobacco around here. You haven't seen it around anywhere, have you? I'm sure. I don't know where it is. There, you see. What? 
You see what I mean? She doesn't know where the pipe tobacco is? The pipe? Well, yes, that too. That typifies her general attitude. Uh, well, after all, dear, I'm sure she didn't smoke your tobacco. I'm not talking about the tobacco. You are too, dear. You just asked her where your pipe tobacco was. Yes, but I just wanted to show you how disinterested she had. Well, after all, you can't expect her to get interested in pipe tobacco. Will you forget the tobacco? You forgot where you put the tobacco. I simply use the tobacco as an example. Well, tobacco is a bad example for Betty. I don't want her to start smoking. I'm I'm going to start smoking in a minute if you don't stop talking about the tobacco. Well, I hate to get sarcastic, dear, but you brought up the tobacco first. I simply asked if she saw the tobacco just to show you how she's been acting. I could have asked her if she saw the uh, the morning paper around here. Dear, you can't start smoking paper. I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, Jane, it's been nice seeing you. See you around sometime. Good day. What? Don't you want me to talk to Betty and tell her to stop being so far? I did, but if you're going to keep on aggravating me... I didn't do anything. You started it when you asked her for your pipe tobacco. Look, please, let's not go through that again. Don't mention the word again, please. Well, all right, if you won't. I won't. I've got to get out of here. I've got an all-day appointment at that apartment building we're taking over today. Now, I want you to talk to Betty and let her know that unless she turns human again, I won't have her around here. Well, you just leave it to me, dear. I am leaving it to you, simply because there's nobody else to leave it to. And if she isn't changed by tomorrow, out she goes. I'm not going to stand that uh, supercilious attitude of hers. I don't have to, and I won't. You can tell her there are plenty of girls that are just as efficient as she is, and I'll hire one of them, so help me. Tell her to put that in her pipe and smoke it. Oh, now there you go again. I don't say I know oh, it Oh, what's the use? I'm going. Where's my hat? There it is. I'll see you at dinner tonight. I-, I might be a little late. Well, goodbye, dear. I'll sit at your desk here. I like this window chair. Send Betty in, please. Oh, uh, Betty, I believe your aunt wants you. I'm going out, and I won't be back the rest of the day. I'll find those letters tomorrow. Uh, Betty. What is it? I want to talk to you. You come right in here. Oh, what is it? Oh, better. Come in now. Just sit down there. Close that door. That's it. Now sit over here. What do you want? I'm busy. Betty, I'm going to talk to you like a Dutch aunt. I'm not going to bat around the bush because I don't mind telling you that your uncle doesn't like your altitude around here. And unless you change... Oh, and Jane, write me a letter about it. I'm busy. A letter? All right. Take a letter then. Betty Taylor, care of the Ace Math Real Estate Company, 305 Tate Building, City. To whom it may concern, dear Betty, you've been walking around in a comma for the longest period, and if you think your uncle is going to stand... Uh, what's going on around here? Tea party? Why, Mr. Neff! Uh, you, young lady, why aren't you at your desk out there? I'm sorry, Mr. Neff, but my aunt just took me away from my work. Well, get back to it. Yes, sir. What kind of a real estate office is this partner of mine running, anyhow? Well, he had to go out somewhere. Where? Somewhere about an apartment building. And he left you here to look after business? Me? Oh, no. I was just talking to my niece. Well, the business office is no place to carry on family matters. What time will your husband be back? Oh, I don't think he'll be back today. He said he'd be busy all day. Uh, fine business. Fine partner I've got. Never can find him in. Well, he didn't know you were coming, Mr. Neff, or he would have waited for you. What are you doing here? Oh, well, well, I came to talk to my niece about something. A business office is no place for that. Well, this is something about business. You see, he wants her to pay more attention to business, and he wanted me to tell her. Can't he tell her? Well, she's kind of mad at him. Mad at him? Yes. What's going on here? Well, you see, it's all kind of some fellow she was going around with, and we made her stop. Of course, it was just a fancy passing, but she's young and she's... just a what? What? What did you say? When? 
When? No, I asked you that. You asked... Oh, no, Mrs. Ace. You're not going to get me mixed up again. I've had dealings with you before. My blood pressure can't stand it. All right. And I haven't the time to listen to your worries about your niece. I've got my own worries with a good-for-nothing nephew of mine. Who's that? That's what I came here to talk to your husband about. I want him to take this boy in uh, to the business here and teach it to him from the ground up. Your nephew? Yes. Spent a fortune on him. Sending him through college, and what did he do up there? What? He was supposed to study law. Spent a fortune on him and thought I'd have a lawyer in my family to look after my business, but what did he do? What? Got on the track team. I spent a fortune on him so he can run a hundred yards. Where to? Where to? Yes, he said he runs a hundred yards. Where does he run to? Nowhere. Runs nowhere? In circles, you mean? In circles. I don't know if he runs in circles or up alleys. All I know is he can't get away with it. Not after I spent my hard-earned money. He's 22 years old and time he did something. Oh, he's 22? Yes. I want your husband to take him in here. If you've learned anything about law, it might come in handy. You say he's 22? Yes. Is he, uh, is he married? Married on what? He hasn't got a cent of his own. And if uh, he thinks uh, he's going to wait around for me to leave my money to him, he, he's got another thought coming. Uh, Mr. Neff, is he... Well, uh, what kind of a boy is he? Is he nice-looking? Nice-looking? What's that got to do with it? He isn't going into the movies. Well, I was just wondering what he looked like. Sure he's nice-looking. Bit an image of me. Oh. Looks like I did when I was his age, 35 years ago. Oh, were you his age? What? Was I his age? Well, it's just kind of hard to think of you as younger, Mr. Ness. What? Oh, what I mean is, is he tall? Has he got nice teeth? Does he dance close? He's a six-foot, handsome, good-for-nothing loafer. That's what he is. Oh, he sounds marvelous. Marvelous? Yes. I had visions of him coming out of that law school and setting up an office here, maybe running for mayor someday. But you said you don't want him to run. Who said that? Well, you said he runs a hundred yards. I said he... <clears throat> well, I'll talk to your husband about him. I didn't... I did want him to meet this boy today. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Neff. I just got a marvelous idea. It hit me in the face like a flash in the pan. How about you and your nephew coming to our house for dinner tonight? Mm, mm, mm. Dinner? Yes, and then you can see Mr. Ace there and talk to him about it. Well, uh, uh, nothing fried. Oh, no, we're having roast beef tonight. Is that all right? Uh, okay. Uh, what time? Uh, about 7 o'clock. I'll be there. Oh, but your nephew, too, Mr. Neff. Of course. That's the point in coming over. Well, 22, that's more like it. What? Uh, he's 22, you said. Yes, but never know it to talk to him. Sounds like a two-year-old rather than a man that's been through college. Track team. Learned to run a hundred yards. Well, that might come in handy, Mr. Ness. I sent him up there to be a lawyer. Well, he can run after ambulances someday. What? You know how some lawyers do. Don't worry about it, Mr. Ness. He'll be just right. Well, it's easy to see where Jane's mind is. It's on Betty. Maybe she's found somebody to take Betty's mind off David. We'll learn more about it when next we meet the Easy Aces.